This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the cattle. High corn prices are starting to send finished cattle to market a little quicker with carcass weights easing lower, telling the packers that if anything, feedlots might be a little more than current. Cow conditions over much of the United States is having a significant impact on the cow herd. We've noted numerous times how beef cow slaughter has stayed remarkably high, and now USDA has put numbers on it. First quarter beef and dairy cow slaughter was 7.5% higher than last year, and the highest first quarter total on records going back to 1990. Further, it's totally due to beef cow slaughter because the first quarter dairy cow slaughter was actually down 2.3% from last year. We have another cattle inventory report coming up in July, and there's little doubt we'll show another significant drop in the feeder cattle factory, otherwise known as the beef cow herd. However, with fall feeder futures already 22 to $25 premium to the spot April futures, there's a pretty good drop in supply already dialed in. On the hogs, cash hogs had another good bounce this week despite heavier slaughter. The spread in margin between integrated packers with their own captive supplies and standard packers remains noteworthy at more than $64 per difference per hog killed. There's been some significant changes in pork packer margins. Notice that the standard packers without captive supplies had to bite the bullet and pay up for hogs while the cutout declined, which put them into the red with a margin bite of more than $25, while the integrated packers tapped captive supplies and took a margin haircut of less than $6. The integrated packer margin was over $57 ahead. Over half of the hogs in this country are now produced by integrated packers, and they will be less responsive to corn prices. They will keep producing hogs despite whatever corn prices do. They will either make money off of pork or the hogs, which is why enough packers have now become integrated. If you like trading volatility, you could look at the crude oil market. The oil price outlook still gets support from the supply side. A political crisis in Libya shutting down key oil fields already cutting output by 500,000 barrels per day and threatening to tighten the spigot by a million barrels per day. Further, there has been a clear break in U.S. relations with Saudi Arabia. That country has aligned its oil interests with Russia. A recent meeting between Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and Biden National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan ended with a shouting match when Sullivan brought up the 2018 killing of Saudi journalist Jamil Khashoggi. It was noted that the prince wore shorts to the meeting, which is considered an insult. Sullivan was bluntly told the United States could forget about its request that OPEC boost oil output and dismissed. They are now in the critical phase of the second corn crop in Brazil, where roughly half of the crop is in early vegetative state, with 40% tasseling and setting ears, and 10% of the area filling those ears. The dry area in the central of the growing area has expanded. The 10-day forecasts show southwest Goiás, Sao Paulo, and parts of Minas Gerais, completely void of all precipitation. My son Matthew's in-laws farm in Minas Gerais only received about two-tenths of an inch over Good Friday, which wouldn't do much of anything. The safrina crop in their region, while not a large area, is at high risk already and it is getting worse. 
Mato Grosso turns much drier with limited scattered showers favoring the northern part of the state and leaving the rest of the state dry. Mato Grosso represents 45% of the safrina crop. And so if rainfall doesn't come back soon, it will begin to impact yields next week. Paranai in the south had received favorable precipitation until now and should continue. But Paraná was one of the last states to finish planting, and so it needs it more than other states do. Matthew points out that the weather pattern is doing what is historically done. The La Nina remains strong, and so rain begins to dissipate in April and turns completely dry in May. Corn planted early can do well, but corn planted late rarely, if ever, produces trendline yields. My son says he'll begin downsizing the Zafrina crop next week. Brazil needed solid rainfall through at least the end of April, if not more. Just a 10% reduction to Mato Grosso would reduce the crop by 4 million metric tons. A 25% reduction in surrounding states of Goiás, Mato Grosso do Sol, and Minas Gerais would drop production by another 5 million metric tons. Therefore, there is potential for a 9 million metric ton, 360 million bushel loss if the rain pattern there doesn't turn around quickly. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 